Hey yo, and welcome to the Womenist Podcast. Whether you are a new face, a familiar face, my voice is a new voice or a familiar voice, we're so grateful you're here. And I am, oh my gosh, I, you know, when you are just in the presence of someone who just kind of changes the way that you show up. It changes your perspective, whether it's their conversation or their energy. And I feel like energy is just a great word because we talk a lot about energy in this conversation. Uh, My guest this week is Taylor Pagano. And I met Taylor at one of our Womenists in the Wilderness hikes this past winter. We've seen her at a few events since then. And she is just a magical human. She is a board certified naturopathic doctor, a holistic wellness coach, energy medicine practitioner, and yoga instructor. Uh, She has her own practice called Evolve Wellness that serves as a space for holistic healing and living. And I love that she calls it this space that honors the evolution of you and your journey back to yourself. So in this holistic approach, she really focuses in healing addressing the physical, the mental, the emotional, and energetic aspects of health and stems from the understanding that the body has the innate wisdom to heal itself. How incredible is that? She goes into talking a little bit more about exactly what her practice is, uh, why she got into it, how she got into practicing Kundalini yoga. And if you're not familiar with Kundalini yoga, she explains a little bit more about what it is. And I'll tell you, I got to experience Kundalini, uh, in Bali when I first got my yoga certification and it is, it is wild and also so grounding and like just I'm going to butcher how I describe it, but in my, in my words, and she tells us in her words, how to describe it as she is a certified Kundalini instructor. Uh, but it is just like this most freeing movement of energy and connection with self and those around you and, and, and the earth around you. It's, I am hoping, and she and I are connecting offline that we will be able to offer something to our, our community in partnership with Taylor something that we talk about in this conversation alongside with what she does is spiritual vitamins. This is not an ad, by the way, for anything, (laughs) but just the name. I'm like, I need spiritual vitamins in my life. Uh, We talk about bees being able to see energy. Did you know this? This might be a fact known to everyone else. And to me, it's just an aha moment I'm having. And then we talk about these workshops that she offers that have to do with flower and gem elixirs. Like I said, I have like this whole list of things that I want my team to get involved with her, uh, things that I want to be able to offer to our community. And I don't want to share everything, although I mean, to break down everything that we talk about, it would take definitely more than a few minutes of introduction. So I'm actually going to give her the space. We had such an in-depth conversation and I was so just glued to every word that she had. And she had me so captivated. Uh, I didn't even do any breath work. As a matter of fact, in the middle, I thought maybe I should just ask her if she wants to lead the breath work. Like she just has that kind of presence about her, Uh, but I didn't want to throw off the fluidity of our conversation. So instead I asked her at the end, Hey, would you mind leading a breath work for our community? So here is a gift to you. Uh, we are going to have Taylor lead you through our breath work today. But before we get to that, I would love to update you on all the latest that is happening with Womeness. We have some very exciting events coming up here, starting with Saturday, August 12th. Our Womeness in the Wilderness is going to be paddle boarding and meditation with Lauren Lee from Calm Point. And that will be at Quinn's Pond. 
we also will have our next pop-up shop at bar three in eagle the weekend of august 26th so please be sure to come by say hi it's a great opportunity uh, to support a women-owned business as well so if you have not taken a class with uh, anyone from bar three your first class is free come by say hi meet some of our members of our team and while you're at it we will have some women as swag including some summer edition women's items last we will have our next women's in the wilderness on saturday september 16th this is going to be a party in the park we want you to have fun we want for you to come here and just remember what it was like to be a kid let your freak flag fly that'll be morning of saturday september 16th and before we get started with our guest this week, I invite you to stay after the conversation with Taylor as she guides us through a brief but really thoughtful breathwork session as a community. Enjoy. Hey, Womaness, and welcome. I'm Genevieve Nutting, the founder of Womaness Community and host of the Womaness Podcast. And I'm so pumped you're here. My team and I have created this space for women as like you to feel seen, heard, and empowered. Each week, we'll launch a fresh episode with resources, stories from women as, and tools related to mindfulness, movement, and community. More than just a podcast, this is your weekly source of energy and connection with the many inspiring and relatable voices of women as. In a world where we are constantly on the go, let this be your landing space where we can slow down and come together. This is the Women's Podcast. Right. Well, welcome, Taylor. I'm so excited to have you this morning. I have to tell you, it has been, as I told you before we were getting ready, a little bit of a hustle bustle in our house, trying to get everyone acquainted and ready for the day. And I have been just like, this is my carrot to get me through. So thank you for being here this morning. I'm so happy to be here. And thank you for having me. Absolutely. Taylor. And okay. So Taylor Pagano, I love your name, by the way. It's like, have you wrote a book before? I should have looked that up. No, I haven't. You need to write a book. Not that I have like a crystal ball in front of me, but I feel like with a name like that, a book written by you needs to be released. I will keep that in mind. Yeah. Put it on your manifestation board, vision board, whatever you want to call it. And I, so we met you at our Women's in the Wilderness. You've been at at least a few of them. And I have a memory of you. One, the first time I met you, you just have this like presence about you that is very calming and grounding and like glimmering and you just, you attract this very good energy. So when I read a little bit more about you and I'm so excited for this conversation today, you're a board certified naturopathic doctor, a holistic wellness coach, energy medicine practitioner, and yoga instructor. This might be like a really big question to start with, but how did you get into that space? Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you for your, your kind words. And you know, it's, it's funny when we get in those, you know, those somewhat serendipitous or synchronous meetings, right? We connect with people, we're attracted to people we resonate with. So the feeling is so mutual. I felt mm-hmm. so at home with, you know, um, the women in the wilderness community and the, those, um, 
those events that you put on. So, so thank you for all that you do. And I'm so happy that we, we connected this way. Um, ask me the question again. Yeah. So just with everything that you do right now, when did you get into this and, and how did you get into it? Was it something that you've always been interested in or, or what was kind of your calling into that path? Yeah, I would totally describe it as a calling. Um, and when I was, when I was 12 or 13 years old, I went up and visited my aunt who lives in the mountains above Boulder, Colorado. And so I couldn't have told you that at the time, right? As a little teenager, that this was like the beginning of my, my awakening to everything alternative and everything that I would do down, down, downstream. But she lived in a log cabin and what what we did up there is like I ate clean clean food we practiced kundalini yoga we went for hikes we stacked stones we slept with crystals under our pillows she had a medicine wheel on her land that we went and we just had I had an experience of something different than you know the standard American upbringing that I was living in right and I still like it made sense to me and it felt good I couldn't have told you then what it was, but I was like, I like all of this and I want to keep doing it. Mm. So I continued to go visit her. And then as I, you know, as I went through school and graduated and went to undergraduate, I, I have always loved learning and like, I wanted to understand things. And from my experiences with my aunt, I changed my own diet and got really interested in nutrition and then studying biology, um, studying anatomy and physiology in undergrad. I was like, the human body is fascinating and amazing. The coolest thing. Right. And so like the kind of the combination of these two things of changing my own diet and healing some of my skin issues and digestive issues, and then studying in undergrad anatomy and physiology, and just being totally fascinated in this path of like the body is amazing. There's all of this wellness information, natural wellness information out there. I stumbled upon naturopathic medicine online and I was like, oh, this makes total sense. And so reading the principles of naturopathic medicine, I was like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. That's my next step. And so it just felt very, you know, um, sort of like following the breadcrumbs. And it felt like a calling when I found it, I was like, oh, the pressure's off of like, I don't have to figure out what I'm going to do next. It was mm -hmm. like, okay, that's the, that's the next, that's the next step. And so I went to naturopathic medical school in Tempe, Arizona. Um, they just renamed themselves. So when I went, it was called Southwest College of Naturopathic Medicine, and now it's called Sonoran University. Um, but obviously that introduction with my aunt, I've been practicing yoga on and off since then, you know, and then I eventually ended up in a YTT just in the past couple of years. Um, and I've always been really interested in, in energy medicine and understanding that we are more than physical bodies and that energy everything trickles down from the energy realm, right? Mm -hmm. Everything is energy first, and then it moves through our mind, it moves through our emotions, and then it comes into the physical body. And so when we talk about, you know, root cause healing and naturopathic medicine is a big deal. It's like, what is the root cause of this? We need to take into account the holistic nature of our being and the multidimensional nature of our being, understanding that starts in the energy field 
and then comes down to the physical, right? So studying energy medicine was just a, a natural progression of that throughout just some of my naturopathic training and then side by side with that. So yeah, I don't know if that, that was a big spiel, but I don't know if that answers some of it. Well, that's a, and I think that when you do get into something like this, it is a very specific calling and there usually is, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a whole story of why you got into it. And like you said, there's typically, as you get into it, you start to address the root of some of the things that you've been experiencing. And all of a sudden it like leads into this whole path. And especially in this whole whole well-being experience. I mean, it's a mind, it's a body, it's a spirit, soul connection. And so when you you go down that, I mean, I wasn't expecting like a one day I, I took this class and all of a sudden I was just like, I'm hooked, you know? Um, did you say YTTP for yoga? And that's who you're training? Oh, did I hear that or no? Just a YTT yoga teacher training. Like I oh, eventually okay. ended up. Yeah. I was, I just heard that and I, I hadn't heard of anyone in, in the Treasure Valley who had taken that class. So I was just going to um, but you've got your yoga teacher training in Kundalini yoga. Is that what yes. I read? Yeah. Yep. Um, did you choose Kundalini because you've taken a Kundalini class or what drew you? Cause it's a very specific type of it yoga to teach. Yeah. Very specific. So I actually ended up in a, a traditional, um, yoga teacher training first, but then I, I recently did another one in Kundalini yoga and mm. Kundalini yoga was my introduction to yoga. So that was the first yoga I knew that was like what my aunt was teaching when I was, you know, 12 years old. any other yoga class before that. Nope. Okay. So, uh, tell me about that experience. Totally. So being like, yes, tell me. <laughs> right. So, so you've obviously experienced Kundalini mm-hmm. yoga you've practiced. So being a teenager at the time, like I was with my younger sister and we're like sitting in the back of the classroom. Like what is going on? Here? Are you like early teen, late teen, 13. Okay. Early. Very early. Okay. Early teen. And I'm sitting in the bathroom. We're kind of like giggling with each other and like teasing each other. But by the end of, by the end of the class, I was doing it right. I was like yeah. involved. I was doing the whole thing. Wow. And like I said, it was just like something in me knew that I wanted to keep doing it. So I just listened to that. And so I kept doing it, kept practicing it. And because it was my introduction to yoga, you know, some people think Kundalini is weird because it's like more, more chanting. It's more involved with, um, the breath patterns. And I would say almost there's, um, more of a connection to the, the spiritual aspect of uh, mm-hmm. yoga practice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so some people think it's a little more out there, um, yeah with yoga practices, but for me, it was natural because it was my first introduction. I was wow, like, I get cool. this. <laughs> How would you describe that then, then to someone who's never taken? Cause I do think you don't really see Kundalini yoga offered very often. So for someone who maybe has like a basic, they've taken like one or a handful of yoga classes, never Kundalini. How would you describe it in your words? Yeah. So great question. Kundalini yoga is it's known as the yoga of awareness. Mm. And so each of the, yeah, right. And each of the sets of exercises that we do in a particular class is called a Kriya. Kriya means to cleanse. So the Mm. practice of Kundalini is a cleansing practice. It's a transformative practice. And it's all about activating that dormant energy at the base of our spine, the Kundalini energy. And, and activating, optimizing that natural flow of energy within and around our bodies. And so the Kriyas, each set of exercises or classes that we do are very 
specific and almost prescriptive in a way, which is something I really liked about it. Um, also, you know, having a medical mind, understanding like these are prescriptive in a way that they're stimulating specific organ systems in the body, endocrine glands, the movement of energy along certain meridians in the body, right? So we're being really pointed with our practice. It's really specific as to what it's doing within our bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, so it incorporates, like I said, a lot more Um, I would say pranayama and the breath patterns, the breath work, um, specific mudras and mantras. There's definitely more chanting than other vinyasa style practices. And so we can think of the chanting, the way that I explain this is like, mm, you've probably, there's a lot of like sound healing happening these days Mm -hmm. where like, right, you've probably been heard a gong or been around singing bowls, right? It's like, those vibrations stimulate different parts of our body and they stimulate healing. And when we chant, we're, we're creating our own internal vibration and are tuning Mm. ourselves to that. It's like making our own medicine. Mm. And so I see Kundalini yoga as this like very holistic practice of yoga. That's really specific and targeted and transformative. Mm. Yeah. Wow. It's been a long time since I've taken a Kundalini. I mean, probably since I got my original yoga certification. So it's, it's been a very long time. Um, but for my, what I remember from my experience, the way you just said it, you do, it's like this and in a yoga class in general, especially I feel like a vinyasa class because they're, that's why we have motivation through movement. It's like the movement of bodies, movement of ideas, movement of energy, in a Kundalini, it is, it's like you, you incorporate all of the pillars of yoga in such an intentional way. When did, um, how long have you been teaching yoga classes and where can people take classes from you? Yeah. So I was teaching, I was teaching at balance hot yoga, um, on Sunday evenings, I was teaching yin and meditation and then Mm, Kundalini. Um, but I'm actually taking a break for the summer, okay. so I might do a couple outdoor pop-ups over the summer, but yeah. I, I, I travel more on the weekends, um, in the summertime. So yeah, I was, I'm taking a little break, but I will keep everyone up to date on. You're so smart that. to do that. You're so, <laughs> so smart. I wish that someone had told me at like the beginning of my wellness career and teaching classes, like the importance of taking breaks because as a, t- I mean, you think about teachers even, and like the school district, they take breaks. You have to, to refill your cup. Otherwise you just, you burn out. So you'll have to let us know. Um, I you just, there was something you did in the middle of talking where I could tell you were, you were being so thoughtful in your verbiage and, and you did this, this like, Hmm. And, and in such a way where I'm like, I want to take class with you. You remind me of, uh, an instructor that I used to take class with and she would kind of talk like that. And it's different than saying, um, it's like this, hmm, like I'm being so intentional and I'm going into this, this, my like own realm and I'm welcoming you into it. So anyways, I had a moment where selfishly, <laughs> like, I want to take class with you. Uh, so we'll have to connect further on that and how we can welcome you, uh, into one of our like luminous in the wilderness, which I know has been on our yeah, I would love that. Discussion. I'd love yeah. to do a little, maybe a little Kundalini pop-up or something in so nature. Cool. And also yeah. I mean, the team, we're all, actually, I might need to connect with you. We have a 
team offline. We'll have to talk about this. We have a team. We try every couple months to get together in person for our board meetings and do something like fun and different. And I feel like maybe a class with you would be. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Delightful. Okay. Um, note to myself in my mind. Okay. I would love to take you into just like a couple of fun. My sister calls them. I was talking to her about them. Cause I want to make sure I keep my questions like fresh. And I'm, I'm asking like, what kind of questions can I ask interview or people who are interviewing? And she's asked me like all these really in-depth questions. She's also, uh, she does mental health journals for a living and also does like, uh, what am I think trying to do? Uh, I feel like I'm playing a game right now. Uh, <laughs> documentaries. So she interviews people and she comes up with these really thoughtful questions and they're super deep. And like, these are wonderful. And I will also backlog these, but I'm thinking like, what's your favorite color without asking what's your favorite color? She's like, those are so surface level. I'm like, but that's, that's the point. So <laughs> my fluff questions, um, just a few of them, like rapid fire. Uh, what is your su- uh, favorite summer activity? Ooh, I, I mean, nature's my, my thing. I love being outside. So any chance I can get to, um, be moving my body through nature, just hiking is my absolute favorite. Same. Oh my gosh. And we are so, so lucky when you're taking time off on the weekends. Is that typically what you're doing is going somewhere we can hike? I'm like popping up to McCall. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You could then have a vacation home anywhere. Someone's paying for it. You can have it anywhere you want. Uh, let's say all expenses are paid every time you go there, or you get a complimentary trip anywhere you want to go every year. Again, all expenses paid. Which would you choose? Wait, I don't know that. I don't think I caught the difference between yeah. the choices. Um, so one <laughs> is you can have a vacation home. So it's the same place every time, but that's your home. It's paid for. You get to go there every year. Okay. Um, for a complimentary trip to a different location. I guess it's the difference is one is your place and one's a different location. Ooh, I think I would want to go to different locations. Yeah. I like experiences. Where's been your favorite place you travel to? You know, just at the, at the beginning of 2020, I went to New Zealand mm. oh, and it was the most a beautiful, epic experience. Like, mm. yeah, it was amazing. That's my favorite <laughs> where that's on my list. I've heard it's just gorgeous. Um, where is a place that is on your list that you've yet to go to? Mm, I really want to go. Ooh, so many places. <laughs> I know that's a hard, that's like the hardest. <laughs> it's so hard to choose. It's kind of like, um, yeah, I would say I really want to, I want to go to India and Thailand some of those, those places also Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with how, what you are doing. So I got my certification in Indonesia and then went to Thailand and Cambodia. And it's like, you live, breathe the yoga culture in a way that, I mean, you already like, it sounds like have such an appreciation for the yoga culture. And I just, I feel like this would, you would just go, uh, like savor it. And it just, it changes you in a way that like, you can't even, yeah, you can't even explain. Um, what is a subject you would like to learn more about? Ooh. You know, these questions are fluff questions, but for someone like me, who's like multi-passionate and like wants to understand <laughs> like the nature of reality and the universe, I'm like, yes. so many things I want to know more about. Um, <laughs> 
I did give you like the second level of fluff. So I went beyond like the, what's your favorite color to ones that were a little bit more thought provoking. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. Cause I'm a, I'm, I, I like depth. I'm a person of depth. <laughs> I love colors too, but depth is good. Um, yeah, I think I'm really right now. I'm really interested in, in understanding quantum physics as it relates to our biology. So like this idea of quantum biology and understanding how, how our bodies are really functioning is more energetic and like beyond our capacity to really fully understand in a lot of ways, but it's really cool. And it just, I think the reason I love this stuff so much and am more interested in, in learning about it is one, because it, it's just like a constant reminder of like the magic and the mm-hmm. miracle of life itself of existence. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. My next question then is kind of back to like a surface, but also a little more in depth based on what you do. And so it's what color are you drawn towards right now? And then maybe I'm just assuming this about what you do, but I feel like you would be able to tell us this. And what does that say about like, if someone else is drawn to that color or you're drawn to it, what does that say about your energy? Mm. Great question to ask. This is such a good question. Okay. I was hoping. (laughs) Yeah. It's so aligned. I'm actually reading a book right now. And it's so like, the question is super resonant with that. Um, The color, mm, the color I'm most drawn to right now is probably blue. And I have a Mm -hmm. tendency, like I have this tendency to go towards blue. One of my favorite gemstones is lapis lazuli. And so I'm like almost always wearing it. It's like Mm -hmm. one of my, as one of my like gem allies, I'll I'll call it, but gem ally. I love that. (laughs) Right. And lapis is one of, one of the stones. And I think for me, it's, something that brings coherence to our mind and our heart. Mm. And so when both of these things are moving in the same direction, we're, be- we're better able to articulate that through the throat. So, right, a lot of the colors, we can be representative of, of the chakras. So blue is, is gonna be mostly home of, home of the, the throat chakra, depending on the shade of blue. Um, and so, if that resonates, there's probably some aspect of like a lot of times just leaning into speaking your truth mm-hmm. and like what's really present and allowing, allowing expression of that, remembering that words create worlds and what we speak, right? You, you talk about manifestation mm-hmm. a lot, right? It's like, what are we speaking into existence? Wow. Yeah. What are you currently trying to speak into existence? Ooh, yeah. So I am, you know, my practice right now is primarily one-on-one. Um, and I do a couple couple spring, um, spring and fall cleanses. So, so group cleanses right now um, with multiple people, but I'm creating and manifesting, speaking into the world, a group program, um, moving, moving a group of people through a transformative program of, of self-healing. Wow. So we heal, I mean, you know, this of creating this, this women's community, there's so much healing that happens when we come together in community, there's something really profound. You know, we talked about a little bit, I touched on this, but like 
healing health well-being like it's a holistic thing right it's it encompasses so much more than just our physical bodies right we talked about mind emotions this more spiritual energetic aspect of things is really just like how we make meaning of our experiences but it's also our connectedness our connectedness to ourselves to each other the way we relate to um to everything in our world. And so community is so, so important. We realize, I think something so healing about community and doing a group program like this is like, we realize we're not alone. And so much of our world has been, has been (laughs) disconnected, especially Mm -hmm. in the last few years is like, there's been a lot of distancing and, and aloneness that, that happens. And we forget that we're all connected and doing things in a group and in a community. Um, is profoundly healing. Mm, Absolutely. Tell me more about, so you talked a little bit about healing with, I think it's flower essence Mm. and gem elixirs. Mm -hmm. Tell me about what this is, because this is something I'm not super familiar with. And I'm sure most people in our community are not. Yeah. So, so in my practice, in my, my one-on-one care, I, I incorporate all of the things that I do, right. It's like at the beginning, you're like, you're a naturopathic doctor and an energy worker and a, you know, a coach and a whatever, you know, all the things that we, we are. Um, But I incorporate all of these in my one-on-one care. And one of the, the modalities that I utilize is flower essences and gem essences. So the flower the flower essence and gem elixirs are a combination of flower and gemstone essences. And so I'm just going to talk about the gems or I'm just going to talk about the flowers. So like a flower essence is essentially the energetic imprint of the flower in bloom. Hmm. So it's, it's the spiritual, most energetic aspect of the flower. So we talked about everything being energetic, right? It's like everything has a frequency or a vibration. So we're taking that energetic imprint of the flower itself when it's first blooming. And then we're basically bottling that up and taking it internally. And so if you think about this, it's a, it's a vibrational therapy. It doesn't have any physical constituents. This is sometimes hard to wrap, wrap our brains around of like, okay, well, what is it actually doing? But if you could, if you imagine, like some people can see auras, right? Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. see the energy field around, around a person. The bees can see the energy of a flower, right? Mm-hmm. They have a different perceptual range of, of the frequency that they can, they can see. And Wait, so, I actually didn't know this. Yeah. So when being able to see the energy of a flower. Yeah. And that's how they're attracted to, to pollinate really cool. Right. And so, so this energetic frequency of the flower is something that's unseen to us, right? So what it treats in us, what it helps heal in us is the unseen parts. So they're working more on the mental, emotional, energetic aspects of ourselves. So where we have inner conflicts, where there's sticky, stuck, heavy emotions or thoughts, beliefs, perceptions that aren't serving us. It helps go in and kind of, it's kind of like a mirror. I I talk about the flower essences, like, like inner teachers kind of brings our awareness to those places that are sticky, heavy, stuck. And it's like, Hey, look at this. Mm -hmm. Like they're awareness teachers. They bring our awareness to those places and help us work them out 
help us heal those, those places within us. And so they're one of my favorite modalities because of that, because, you know, when I first learned about flower essences, my, my first flower essence teacher called them spiritual vitamins. Mm. And if, you know, I'm a naturopath, I'm taking care of people's health all day long where I'm, we're looking at, you know, okay, what vitamin and mineral deficiencies might be here and treating people with, you know, herbs and supplements and all of these things. But like, what are the, the spiritual vitamins that we're taking every day to mm-hmm. right uplift our spirit? And so that really resonated with me and understanding like the trickle down effect. Like I, I talked about at the beginning is like, everything starts in the energy and then comes down. So talking about root cause healing, having a tool that is touching on these areas, um, of our being is really important in the holistic framework of treating people, you know, holistically. Well, okay. I want to go back because <laughs> in my mind, I'm such a visual person. I'm trying to like wrap my mind. So when bees, and maybe you don't have the answer to this question, yeah, I might not know energy of the flower. Like, what is that? Like, is it a color around it? Is it like a, I mean, I'm assuming BC and black and white, but maybe that's a very inaccurate and maybe I'm taking this in the wrong direction, but no, I think it's a beautiful question. I just don't know the exact answer. That's okay. I'm asking you where I'm like, I know you don't study like insects or any, but it's like my mind right now is kind of blown. And maybe someone's like, well, dad, Genevieve, we learned this in, (laughs) I don't know, grade school or something. No, we typically don't learn these things in school. So, wow. Okay. So your spirit vitamins. So if let's say, so is this for someone who is going through, I mean, I think we hear this word a lot, but like big T trauma, they need it. They're in a really heavy space or, and they, so they take this for what, like one time, um, a designated like 14 days, or is it something that like anybody can take because we all have things that we need to work through. Yeah. What would you, what, if I'm coming to you and you're trying to see if this is a good fit for me to take these spirit vitamins, what Mm -hmm. would you, which I love that name so much. Yeah. That's a great question. You know, we, they're for everyone. Okay. Yeah. They're totally for everyone, no matter what, um, what you're working on. And it's really like, they work best on what's most present now. And I'm sure mm. we all have something present for us that, that we could work with and work on and work through and, and having support for working through that process is, is really helpful. So regardless of how big or small that may be, mm-hmm. these are going to be beneficial for every, everyone. And I think the other thing that I love about them is that they're super safe and effective. So it can be used by, used by anyone no matter their age, no matter what other medication, supplements, anything else they're taking, they don't interact with anything else because they're energetic. So they're really safe is the other thing. So, so mm-hmm. everyone, everyone can use them without, without fear or concern. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And so if there is something like, let's say it didn't happen to me recently, maybe I think I'm kind of answering my question as I ask you this, but if it's something that happened in my past, but I'm still, for whatever reason, it's preventing me from moving forward, even though my energy isn't focused on that. It's like trapped energy within me. These would essentially get into that like sticky space, open it up. Totally, totally, totally. And they work, you know, the, the way that most 
I will say, you know, it's not just this modality, but like natural healing in, in general, but these medicines, the, the, these remedies, the way that they work is kind of like peeling back the layers of the onion, mm-hmm. right? So like what's most present now today is like the outer layer of the onion. And then we take this remedy and I'm the way that I make them is they're individualized and unique to you, right? So like each person is going to have a different situation going on. So it's really specific, right? It's individualized care. Um, and then whatever is most present in that top layer, we take that remedy and we work with that and we kind of peel it back. And then what ends up happening is something else bubbles up to the surface and we keep peeling back these layers. And so, like you said, we all have old stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Old stuff that happened, you know, likely in our childhood, so much happens in that first seven years that just gets downloaded as truth in our subconscious, right? And then we react and, and behave from those subconscious patterns. And so as we peel back the layers, we get to those parts that are maybe not in our conscious mind, but Mm -hmm. we're reacting and responding to on a day-to-day basis. And we are like, why am I so stuck here? Why am I so stuck here? Right. And so we can get to those layers with, with remedies like, like this. And so you offer classes or workshops for people to actually come and learn more about this, make their own remedies. So they learn how to make flower and gem, flower and gem elixirs, or what does that workshop look like? Yeah. So the workshop I have, I've done a couple of these locally. Um, and I, and I hope to do, do more in the future, but they, so the workshop encompasses like, basically you learn about the flower essences, you get to know like what they are, how they work, kind of just the way that I explained them to you. And then we go through a number of different flowers. And then based on what you learn about the flowers, you're going to resonate with certain ones. You're going to be like, oh, I need that. Right. And, and the way that I teach these classes too, is a lot about head and heart, because it's really important to pay attention to our bodies. I think we're very mental society and we get, we, we tend to over mentalize, um, everything overthink. And we spend a lot of time in our heads. And so the way the presentation, the workshop is, is created is like, I teach about the flowers, but I also give you the image of the flower. And a lot of times we're attracted to the things that we need that are going to be supportive to us. So listening to the head of like, okay, as I'm explaining a flower, oh, that sounds like me. I definitely need that. Right. The mind is doing that thing. But yeah. the heart and the body is like, are you attracted to that? Does that draw you in? Kind of like the color question you asked me before. And I think this is, it's a really empowering way to show people that, that they know what they need. And that they, they can be empowered to make their own medicine. And so they make a remedy based on the flowers that I share. And then they take that home and they, they get to take that for the next three weeks. A one ounce bottle that they that we make in those classes lasts about three weeks time. And so that's kind of like the alchemical peeling back the layers. And then you can reassess, where am I now? Do I still need that essence or do we need to change it up? You know, do I have yeah. another piece coming up? Wow. So what is something that you've learned about yourself through this process and through your education? Oh, I know just one thing, right? (laughs) The first thing I guess that pops to your mind. Yeah. I think for me, just the process of natural healing in general Mm. and the whole healing process is really a self-discovery process. And it's peeling back those layers that that cloud the truth of our being and the expression of our own truth and the knowledge of our own truth, right? Like to know mm-hmm. who we are and like what our own truth is in every single moment is something that, you know, like that's the kind of um, 
But see, like, that's like one of the guiding forces in my life is to truly, truly understand myself and be able to express my truth in each moment and know what that is. And I think that's like, that's something that they have helped me with. And I have, I have like one good example because it was like a big, a big thing for me. Um, I went through a big breakup in 2020 and it was like the most significant heartbreak Mm. of my life thus far. And I had a like, you, I mean, we know, like we've all experienced heart pains, right. Where it's like, it's was a, a process for me where I was taking the flower essences and where I met my deepest pain, I also met profound beauty Mm. and beauty in the depth with which I could feel my emotions and being able to stay with emotions that were so painful to stay with them and not suppress, not deny, not like sugarcoat with any kind of coping mechanism or strategy to just be with them in the depth with which I felt them. I, I met profound beauty and that was a life-changing experience for me because it's like two sides of the same coin, right? Wow. Yeah. Pain Pain and pleasure. We can't have one without the other. We don't know joy without Mm -hmm. sadness, Mm -hmm. right? And the extent to which we go in either of those directions is equal and opposite. So the depth with which we can go into our sadness is the exact same way extent that we can go into our joy. And so to experience both, right? Like the both and like you were saying, I need to listen to that podcast, but it's like, that's the nature of our reality is the and, Mm. right? It's not one or the other. And when we suppress When we suppress our emotions or really any symptom the body is telling us, we're denying the intelligent message that it is there, right? And we're denying the opposite, especially when it comes to emotions. We can't suppress one without suppressing them all. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's such an interesting thing that like we keep coming back to. And and I think that it just invites so much ease when you recognize like that the two can exist. You know, you're talking about the pain and the beauty and Uh, I think that this, you know, if someone is listening to this and they're trying to identify if this is something that they need, which in my, I'm just, I'm a curious human. I think we (laughs) all have our curiosity that peaks in certain areas. And to me, I'm like, I just, I'm so curious about what does, let's say I feel very like called to reach out to you, which I hope that you know, many people in our community do, what does that look like? Then you, you meet with them one-on-one, what would like a session with you look like and what can they expect to get out of that? Yeah. So depending on, you know, what, what they're looking for is really the most important thing. So I, I offer free discovery calls. So that's where we, I start with everyone is, is a free Mm -hmm. 15 minute conversation. Yeah. And it's really just to get a sense. I think one of the most important things um, when we're choosing a provider to work with or someone to work mm-hmm. with is that resonance and making sure that we're a good fit and making sure mm-hmm. that you understand the process of what it's like to work with me and and if I can help you, you know? So I ask questions about what's going on. What are your wellness goals? What are you looking for? Um, and then answer any questions that way. And so that's where I start. And my one-on-one sessions are really so like I said, I do a lot of different things. And so 
the, the holistic wellness coaching or consulting is really the, the all in the everything package of like, okay, you're working on some health goals. You're working on healing a certain, you know, disease process or condition. Right. But we want to take in, in, into consideration the whole of you. Right. So it's a holistic practice. So you're going to get flower essences. You're going to get energy medicine. You're going to get a full health intake assessment of what you have going on. And we make an individualized plan for you. Right. So that's going to be like the naturopathic side of things. And then I also offer soul sessions. So if you are just interested in getting, doing a one-on-one session, which is just like a soul session is just a heart to heart conversation where Mm. we talk about what's most present on your heart. Right. And then I create an individualized flower and gem elixir for you. And so that is like just that stream. If you were just wanting to be specific and, and get in touch, um, I feel like it's a way for people to maybe, you know, when I, sometimes I describe myself as slow to warm up and I'm like, I like to test the water first before I go all the way in. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I feel like the soul session is kind of like, you get to put your foot in the water, see what it's like to work with me and, and have the experience for yourself That's of working cool. with a uh, flower essence. So those are kind of like the two, two ways of working with me. Wow. Oh my gosh. Okay. I definitely am going to need to figure out how we can get our team involved in this. It just sounds like something that's right up their alley. And uh, I think it could be a really great, I don't know, this just feels like a very like transitional season. And so let me, we always like to ask our guests two questions. Um, one of those being, and I kind of asked you what you feel called towards, but one mm-hmm. thing that you're manifesting for yourself. Um, and then one thing that you hope for the next future generation of women S. So what is something that you right now are manifesting for you? Yeah, for myself. So like, I kind of said one for my business and my practice of where that's going is like, I'm, I'm manifesting and creating this, this group program, this group healing process and program, um, and also retreats. Like that's where the, you know, so much of my practice is about rewilding and reconnecting with Mm. nature for healing. Right. And so, um, the natural trajectory of that is, is retreats. And so I think for myself personally, I love, I love travel and, um, I feel like we learn, we learn so much from, from traveling and having different experiences, um, in different places. And so manifesting more travel for myself as well. Um, and then for the next generation of women as I think, you know, my, probably one of my biggest hopes is that they remember that. they can, they can trust themselves that, you know, I don't, I think so much of our world, um, takes us outside of ourselves and Mm. encourages us to, to adapt and mold ourselves to the outside world, to our culture, to our society, right. To, to our peers. And I think, um, remembering that you have, an inner wisdom, an inner guidance system, a self-healing system, and that you can trust that and they can, they can, yeah, trust themselves and listen to that inner wisdom. Wow. I love, I, that might be, well, I love learning what our women are manifesting for themselves, but I really enjoy hearing what 
hopes are for the next generation of women is. And your answer was so thoughtful. I think even in how you said that, I think that oftentimes we feel like we need to be so quick to answer questions and to respond. I mean, even like situations when things happen to us to react rather than to just like kind of sit in ourselves. And the, just the way you said that, like that pause, I was like, oh, I wish we had more time together and we will <laughs> definitely need to have you back on. I'm already just like brainstorming my head. I think it'd be so cool to do I mean, we've been wanting to do like a backpacking trip for one of our women us in the wilderness. And I'm almost thinking like, how cool it'd be to be up in the sawtooths, do like even like a day trip and have something, whatever, honestly, whatever you want to do, but incorporating that in, I don't know. We need to be amazing. I love that idea. We need to get more offline. Um, Incredible. Well, what, is there anything else that we didn't get to discuss that you wanted to discuss anything? I know you have a lot of things coming up or different services that we can offer to our community. Um, what else would you like to share? Yeah. So you can, um, you can find me on Instagram at love heal evolve is my handle there. And then my website is a good resource and I have a free um, intuitive nature guide, which is all about reconnecting with nature for self-healing and, um, tuning back into that inner wisdom. And I'm going to be doing a free masterclass coming up soon. And it's, it's all about rewilding, rewilding, reconnecting with nature for, um, for healing and inner freedom. And that's going to be probably at the beginning of August. And, yeah. And then I offer those free discovery calls. So if you're, if you're interested, um, can book one of those and we can, we can have a nice chat and, and see if, see if we're a good fit for working together. And to do that free discovery call, they just go to your website. Yep. There's a link. There's a link on my website. There's also a link on, um, my Instagram little thing drop down. Okay. Yep. The, the infamous link in bio. Yes. Lincoln bio. Yeah. <laughs> what is it called? Oh, it's so funny. Sometimes I say, I'm like, Oh, Lincoln bio, but okay. Well, gosh, that is so, you are such a delightful human Taylor. Like I told you, I already felt that way about you going into this and learning more about you. I just, ah, uh, you are such a magical human and I'm so grateful for our time. Thank you. Thank you for carving this time out together. Oh, thank you, Genevieve. It's been such a pleasure. And now we welcome you to enjoy this guided breath work with Taylor Pagano. So I'd love to lead us in a little, a little breath work, a little grounding into this time and time and space together. So if you are able, just closing your eyes and really feeling your sit bones. Feeling your sit bones connected to the surface below you. Maybe rocking back and forth gently from right to left. And then finding that equal balanced place in the center, becoming still there. And beginning to notice your breath. Simply noticing it without changing it. Just notice.
And then deepening your inhale, filling your belly, filling your lungs, and holding for a moment at the top of the breath. And then exhale, pulling your navel, belly button towards your spine, letting all that air go. And on your next inhale, imagine calling all of your own energy back to you. All of your own energy from anywhere you may have left it. We tend to disperse ourselves with people and places and spaces, calling it all home now. And exhale, release. Another breath like that. Inhale, calling back all of your own energy, filling yourself up all the way with your own energy. Holding at the top, feeling yourself completely full, 100% you here now. And exhale, release, pulling that navel in, really letting go of the air. We'll do one more like that together. Inhaling deeply, filling your belly, filling your lungs, filling yourself with you. What does it feel like to be full? 100% you. And exhale. When you're ready, maybe just rubbing the tops of your legs and blinking the eyes open. Coming back here now together. Hey, Womenists. Thanks for being a part of our community and listening to this episode of the Womenists Podcast. Here at Womenists, we are committed to growing and evolving as a community together. If you found this episode brought value to your life, share it with a Womenists who empowers you. And while you're at it, help other women us find this podcast by giving it a like, subscribing, and leaving a review. You can also find additional resources and opportunities to connect with women us by subscribing to our newsletter linked in the show notes, as well as on our Instagram, Women us Community. Until next time, be good to yourself and be good to others. We'll see you at the next episode of the Women us Podcast.